Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm joined by Natalie Jones, our Extension Specialist for Family Health. Thank you so much for being here today, Natalie. Thanks for having me. Natalie, today's topic is one that is, for lack of better words, maybe commonly debated or often a hot topic in the news. But the idea of vaccines and just understanding more about vaccinations and in particular focused on measles, because recently we've seen quite a bit in the news about uh, measles outbreaks and just that there have been confirmed cases of the measles. So let's get started and just talking about that measles outbreak and what are measles and what is the recommended immunization for measles? Exactly. So measles is a viral respiratory illness. It's actually, it's highly contagious and it's more contagious than Ebola, tuberculosis, or influenza, according to UNICEF. And it spreads through coughing and sneezing and there's no specific treatment for the disease right now. Measles is considered the most deadly of all childhood rash and fever illnesses, but it can be prevented with that vaccination. So in order to prevent getting the measles, the CDC recommends that children receive two doses of MMR. That's what you'll hear the doctors call it. And that stands for measles, mumps, and rubella. So MMR vaccine, you get two doses, starting with that first shot between 12 to 15 months of age. And then you get that second dose given around ages four through six. I will say that at least in my lifetime, that as I was a child growing up, that measles just wasn't really a thing that we talked about, that just it seemed like it had kind of gone away. So as a parent today, I'm not very informed about measles. So what does, you know, what does this current outbreak look like and how many cases do we currently have in 2019? Yeah, so this year is already off to a troubling start. We have more than 200 cases. There's actually specifically between January 1st and March 4th, 228 confirmed measles cases. So that's just three months in this year so far in 12 states, um, including Kentucky. So the CDC has found those reported cases. And this is just to compare for the whole year in 2018, we had 349 cases. So in three months, we are already at over 200, and 2018 was the second worst year for measles, exactly kind of what you're um, bringing up since 2000. So in 2000, the CDC basically clarified that that the measles disease was eliminated from the U.S., but now we're seeing this outbreak and it coming back, and most of the cases are among children who were not vaccinated. So that was a question I was just getting ready to ask that I assume both adults and children can catch the measles. But I think most commonly in the news or that just when I hear about it or maybe it's just being a mommy, I think about it with my kiddos. But how are measles spread? Yeah, so it definitely affects 
everyone um, if you are not vaccinated. And we'll talk, we can touch a little bit more on that. But with it being spread right now, the biggest thing that we're seeing is kind of these these pockets of unvaccinated people who don't have them and don't have the vaccination. But the outbreaks are happening mainly from travelers. So people who are U.S. citizens leaving and going abroad and then bringing it back home with them. That makes sense. Yep. So that's kind of where we're seeing it. So the disease measles specifically, right, is surging around the world. So when we travel, that's the biggest thing that I want to throw out as a tip for people who travel. You really want to make sure that you get protected against the measles. It still remains really common in Europe, Asia, and Africa as well. So if you're going to any of those places, you really want to consider getting a first dose of the vaccine or a booster shot um, within 10 to 14 days before that trip. So yeah, that's a that's a huge one is just that international travel. And I know we mentioned earlier what the recommendations are. So if you're traveling abroad with a young infant, they would want that first dose actually earlier than that 12 to 15 month stage. So you get them a first dose around six months to 11 months. Um, the normal vaccine, if they've had it when they were 12 to 15 months old, should be good for anyone. But once you reach people who are around after that four to six range, Children 12 months of age or older should receive that second dose before traveling. And then teenagers and adults who don't have that immunity, either they have had the vaccine or they have had the measles before, they should get vaccinated and get either a booster or that first dose before they travel. Okay. So when we talk about vaccines and that that the outbreaks essentially are, are occurring um, more or less from folks traveling internationally and then coming back and we kind of have maybe these unvaccinated pockets of folks within the U.S. Why are people not being vaccinated? Yeah, so there was a study that was done that linked severe consequences like autism to being vaccinated and that that was actually a scientific consensus and study that happened and basically harm is rare. And it, that study has been debunked years ago. And the, those findings were proven fraudulent as well as the researcher was stripped of all of their practices. They were an MD as well, so can no longer practice. And so there's actually literally last week on March 4th, 2019, there was a huge um, study that was done um, that has strong new evidence that shows that common childhood vaccines are safe. And so this was done to protect against measles, mumps, and rubella, that MMR vaccine. And the study was done in Denmark, and it was one of the largest ever to be done over the MMR. And they analyzed over 600,000 children from Denmark from 1999 to 2010. So they followed up with all of those children and participants, and there was supporting evidence that showed that vaccines are safe and that parents should not avoid vaccinating their children in fear of autism. I will say one thing that I think um, is, and this is a totally random thought about that study, but my son, who's a middle schooler, that those of you all that listen often know that I, I often reference things back to my own children, but that he came home this week that apparently in one of their classes that they had talked about the study and that they had actually looked at some of the findings as well as the methods of the study. So it was just really interesting to me how well-informed, and actually when he's started talking about it was when I kind of stepped back and said, I, I hadn't heard that and, and went and looked it up for myself to, to find out more information. 
total side note. Yeah, but. <laughs> no, but it's great that they're sharing that. And there, there was an article about teenagers who are going and getting vaccinated without their parents' knowledge because they hadn't been vaccinated as a child. And so they are wanting to be vaccinated because they're being educated on the importance of it. So what are the policies in place regarding parents vaccinating or opting out of vaccinating their children? Right. So currently, all states require parents vaccinate their children against the preventable diseases like measles and whooping cough if they want them to attend school and there are no medical reasons not to vaccinate. However, most Parents can opt out of that vaccination in most states for religious reasons, even though most religions don't prohibit specifically against vaccinations. So parents can opt out. And there are 17 states that go further in allowing parents not to vaccinate just if they have a personal or philosophical objection to vaccination. So because of these outbreaks, a lot of states now are really looking at how to crack down on policies to make it harder for parents to opt out of vaccinating their children. So I feel like often when we talk about vaccines, we're often talking about children. And we even mentioned this just a minute ago in thinking about the measles. Well, I often think about my kiddos, but not necessarily so much about adults. And I think that's the same thing for vaccines in general, that we spend a lot of time just in popular press or wherever it may be talking about children and vaccines, but not necessarily a lot of focus on adults. What about adults as part of this conversation? Yeah. So obviously we need to protect children, but adults are a great, very vulnerable as well. And actually with measles, if you haven't been vaccinated as an adult, you are 10 times more likely to be hospitalized because they often end up getting pneumonia, which is one of the complications of of measles. So there are side effects for people who do not get vaccinated. Really, there's only a lot of adults may not know if they are protected against the measles. And so there are only two ways to be protected against the measles. One is to have it naturally infect you. So you, you've had the disease, um, which gives you that um, immune response to it. And the other is to be vaccinated. So those are really the only two ways to know that you're protected against the measles. So as an adult, I don't necessarily know you know, what vaccines I had as as a child and what vaccines I did not have as a child. Are there certain kind of guidelines that people can go by? Were there certain years that most all folks were? Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly right. So if you were born before 1957, research shows that you've most likely had the measles, even if it was a really mild um, subclinical infection that you may have not even had symptoms. But If you've had it, then you are immune. And then in 1967 to 1991, that's when the CDC started making the vaccine, and that first dose was routinely recommended for infants. So, And then that second dose, again, known as that booster shot, started being recommended again in 1991. So if you are in between that born in between 1967 and 1991, most likely you've had at least one dose or maybe two. And I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but if you've had that first dose, you have a 90% chance of protection against the measles. And then if you are able to get both doses, so get that first and that booster shot, then your chances increase to 97% of being protected from receiving measles. 
So as an adult, if you're not certain if you've had the second shot or the booster shot, is it okay to ask your healthcare provider for that shot now? Yes, yes. So there is no harm in getting the booster shot at any time. Again, you have that 90% chance of being protected even if you've just had that one dose. So getting that booster shot can give you that 90%, and that is that is a-okay. Because if you know that you've had, again, if you know that you've had the measles at some point, then you're protected. But always talk to your physician or your primary care if you don't have those records about being vaccinated. So even if it's been decades, assuming that my mom and dad would have had me vaccinated when I was small, that that even if it's been decades since a person has had the vaccine, you feel as if they're covered. Yes. The CDC considers that if you've had those two doses of that measles vaccine as a child, then you are protected for life. So what about if a person does not have that immunity, either they've not had the measles or they've not had the the vaccine, and they feel like that they've been exposed to the measles? Is it too late at that point, or should they still consider getting the vaccine? Right. So they should definitely consider still getting the vaccine. So if you think that you've been exposed or someone nearby comes down with a, a case of of the measles, then you definitely should get a vaccine or that booster shot because the incubation period for measles, so that time from when you're first exposed to when you get sick, is actually it's pretty long. So you have 10 to 12 days. And so if you get the measles vaccine within 48 hours of being exposed, just that, that first um, shot or that booster shot, then you dramatically decrease your chances of being infected. So it's even recommended up to five days after being exposed, but the best data shows 48 hours really decreases your risk. Natalie, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and just having this conversation about the measles and the and the MMR vaccine. I think as a parent, so much information comes our way. And, you know, our job and our role is to decipher the most legitimate sources and try and make the best decisions that we possibly can for our children or our family, or even as us as adults, as you mentioned, the need to get vaccinated as, as an adult. So I appreciate you sharing, sharing on this topic today. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.